motherhood, marriage, and all things adulting. That's what you'll find each week here at the Chaos Under Control podcast. What's up, guys? I'm your host, Emily Richardson, and I'm so excited to share this transparent and relatable space with you. So grab a coffee, invite a friend, and let's hang. Hello and welcome to Chaos Under Control. My name is Emily Richardson, and I am the host and the creator of this podcast. We are in Season 4, Episode 88, and today's episode is titled, Things I've Learned Since Starting the Gym. So I wanted to make this episode because I've reflected on just my life since my husband has left, and since we're approaching his coming home before too long, I've just thought about where I was, where our marriage was, where I was as a mother when he left, and where I am now. And a huge part of where I am now has been ever since I've started the gym, I have just been better in my life in so many areas. Not perfect now, not flawless, not admirable, not a role model. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that since I've started the gym, so many aspects of my life have benefited from it. And so I think that a lot of people, myself included, There's not enough knowledge about the gym. It's kind of a scary place because it's like there's a place where you go and you get in shape or you go and you cater to your body's needs or you exercise or you burn energy, but that's about it. There's no like ins and outs to really make you feel comfortable approaching. And so that's why I wanted to make today's episode because I really enjoy going to the gym. It started with just needing a two hour break from my son every day and I decided to go and At first, I would just kind of sit on the bench and just write up podcast episodes, but now I find myself actually utilizing the weight room every time I go in, and that is something to celebrate, in my opinion. So I do love going. I appreciate it so much, and I wanted to make this list of 15 points that are things that I've learned since starting the gym. So hopefully, if you are thinking about starting the gym or exercising, or maybe if you already are, you can apply these things and it will help you get the most out of that experience. So let's dive right in. Since February 10th of this year, I've been going to the gym four to five times a week. Now I know that isn't much to brag about, but since some people have gone to the gym four to five times a week for several years, and here I am talking about going just since February. But if you know anything about me, you know that I love the little things in life. And so the little victories, I will celebrate just as much as the big ones. Now, I've already said this, but I did not seek the gym with some mega fitness journey in mind. I went after the gym because it's the only place in town that has childcare outside of a daycare and it was very affordable. So I was like, sign me up, done. Plus I do love that the childcare is so great. Stetson loves his teachers. They're older women that have done childcare for like 20 years. So it's just, it made me feel good. Like I knew I was putting him in good hands and that made me able to enjoy myself. So That's really why I sought it out, but here I am now actually enjoying it. And so some of these points that I'm gonna give you aren't just fitness related. It's fitness and it's other things semi pertaining to fitness, but nonetheless, it all revolves around fitness, wellness, self-care, et cetera. So disclaimer, I just wanna cover this from the bat. Please, please, please understand I am not a personal trainer. I am not a professional. I am nothing of that sort. I am just giving you information that I have gathered from trial and error of my own experiences. I have not sat down and done scientific research behind this. I don't know if there's studies about any of this. I am just telling you my experiences. That's all this is. So please don't tell me if you message me and say, 
but you said this and I feel this way about it because we all have our opinions and that is fine. This is just my experiences, preferences, and the results I have from going to the gym. Nothing further. So let's dive in and get started. Things I've learned since starting the gym. Point number one, weightlifting is not one size fits all. Your body responds differently to getting sunburned than somebody else's. They might tan, you might burn, you might burn first, and then it fades to tan. We're all different. You might be allergic to this food, whereas that person is not allergic to that food. Again, we're all different. So the weight room is not the same for everybody. Some people go in there, they start out lifting heavier weights. They do more repetitions of that weight. They can do certain exercises that other people's bodies do not feel comfortable doing, just like myself. I dislocated my right knee in October. I've hurt the other one in high school, so now they've both been dislocated. But there are certain workouts in the gym that some people can do that I cannot because it strains my knees. Um, even with low weight, it just it impacts my knees and I don't feel comfortable doing it. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's a reason the gym is filled with a variety of equipment because we aren't all the same. So don't think that when you go in there, you need to do what Becky down the street does because she's got a banging body and she does X, Y, and Z in the gym. That may not work for you. So just be open-minded, patient, and understand that your journey and what you do is different than someone else's. Point number two, this one I wish I could talk about for the rest of my life because it needs to be said every single day all the time. Stop stressing Instagram reels, TikToks, and YouTubers giving you a thousand do or die opinions. Oh, mercy loud. It makes my skin just crawl, like literally melt off when I'm on Instagram and they post TikToks there too. And I have YouTube. I see all the things. I don't have TikTok, but I still see it. People on there and they'll say a list of reasons why you should do cardio and there's nothing listed. And then you go on someone else's page and it's a list of reasons why you should only do weightlifting and not cardio. There's nothing listed. It's the sarcastic, witty little posts of people acting like they know everything about everybody's fitness journeys, and they don't. And oftentimes, it's people who aren't personal trainers, who aren't professionals in this field posting these things, and then you see it, and you're like, but wait, she's got a great body, so if she says don't do this, I shouldn't do it. But then you scroll further, and somebody who says the complete opposite of what she's saying also has a great body, and you're like, well, wait a minute. She's got a great body too, but she says to do the opposite. So what is it? What it is, is it something that you need to do on your own and somebody else needs to do their own thing and then someone else. We are all on our own journeys in life, okay? That's just the facts. So don't scroll and scroll and scroll and write down what she does and write down what she does and then get complete brain fog because you're trying to cater to 10,000 different workout routines and people swearing this is the way you do something and not the way you do that and you're gonna stress yourself out. That is one reason I was scared to go to the gym too because I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I would know what I was doing and then I'd go online and someone that had a great body said, nope, don't do that. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna look dumb if I do that then because they're saying not to. Then you scroll further and another girl tells me to do that. I'm like, so which is it? Go to the gym. There are people who work there. A lot of times they have personal trainers on staff or they have someone on staff within a gym facility that has enough professional experience to tell you what would be best for you or they can direct you to someone who can make sure you are taking advice specific advice not what i'm telling you right now like specific advice on what workouts to do how to do them etc from people who genuinely know what they're doing not someone you've never met that you follow on instagram who's telling you how to get the butt that they have when in reality they went to miami and got butt injections but you don't know that that's what i'm saying 
Be careful about the advice you take and the workouts that you apply. I post my workouts because I want to encourage people to step out of their comfort zone and go to the gym if they want to. I don't post them and say, you need to do this to get my body because that's just not what I'm trying to say at all. And people understand that. So don't stress what all these influencers and famous Instagram, Facebook, Twitter people, whoever say to do because they are not alongside you in the gym. They don't know your body type. They don't know how your body reacts. They don't know your goals. Do not stress it, okay? Just breathe and find someone who genuinely has credentials to back up what they're saying and they know what they're talking about. Point number three, it helps you be patient. One thing about the gym is that you don't get any type of results in there overnight. Some results might be that I put my child in there in the child care. I didn't get the results I wanted from that overnight. I mean, he did fine the first day, but he kind of played by himself. After going a few times and getting used to it and getting comfortable, he now goes in there and plays with other kids, different kids each time. So that's what I mean. It's not just progress physical for me. It's progress in that aspect for him as well. I go there because I just want the break from my child. I could sit crisscross applesauce and watch paint dry and have no gym equipment and I would be content. So because of that, I'm not stressing over results. Now it is cool when I go to take a shower and I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't know that that muscle was defined. I didn't notice, look at that. That was not defined a month ago. Okay, look at me go. And then I go about my day. So it's nice to be patient and learn patience in the gym because it shows you how to be patient outside of the gym as well. It teaches you how to work hard at something and realize that things worth having, you're not gonna get the results for overnight. Always remember, pizza rolls taste better in the oven than in the microwave. Good things take time. Alrighty, point number four, noise canceling headphones are a game changer. My husband got me the Apple AirPod Pros for our anniversary and they have a noise canceling feature on them and they are fantastic. I don't use them all the time, the noise canceling feature, because I do like to be alert of my surroundings. However, it is so nice to have when you're in the gym and you hear those guys in there that are like grunting, like they're giving birth to a whole entire elephant and you're like, okay, cool. Well, I didn't know I was in the labor and delivery ward, but this is really distracting. So it's nice when you can have something to really flip flush out that noise. You can get in your own bubble. Just listen to what you want to hear. Look at what you want to look at. If you want to stare at the floor and only hear that motivational podcast in your ears, or if you want to hear that audiobook or your playlist, that is so helpful. It has truly helped me get more comfortable in the gym because it feels like I'm the only one in there after, you know, just a few minutes of my noise canceling headphones and doing my stretches and workouts. I kind of forget everybody else is there. So definitely recommend those. All right. Again, sorry for the shuffling and the clearing of the throat. A lot of noise coming at you at once. Okay, point number five. Cleaner eating is easier when you exercise regularly. If you know me or if you've listened to these podcast episodes, I have always either, when I wanted to do something health or fitness related, wellness, however you want to label it, I would either eat clean and not work out or I would work out and not really eat that clean. This is the first time I've actually decently balanced both. I'm not on a strict diet, but I am choosing healthier options because of going to the gym. When I go to the gym and I eat healthier, I do better in the gym. I'm not as sore. I get more out of my workout. And so therefore, I'm choosing healthier choices when I'm at home or when I go out to eat or just in general, I'm drinking more water all because it's a pyramid. It's a cycle. When you eat better, when you drink more water, you have better results in the gym, which keeps you from getting as sore for as long and you have more energy and you sleep better. And it's just a whole pattern. So not that I'm on a strict diet because I'm not, not that, you know, 
you know, I'm some gym guru because I'm not, but I do find that one goes in hand with the other and it just helps my overall lifestyle when I'm eating cleaner and then exercising regularly. Point number six, feeling cute helps. If you are someone that wants to wear a full face of makeup, lashes, and a matching Gymshark set to the gym, go off, sis. Ain't nobody stopping you, okay? You do what you need to do. If you want to wear an old t-shirt from high school that's got paint all over it with leggings and tennis shoes and your hair in a bun, do it. Ain't nobody stopping you. Do what makes you feel most comfortable. Some people, though, they do better in life, whether it's at their job, at the gym, anything if they have makeup on their face and they're more done up if it's a guy and he goes and keeps his hair cut and his beard trimmed and whatever there's certain things we do for self-care that just make us do better and feel better and be better for some people that's looking good at the gym if you scroll through instagram and you look through the reels and tiktok some of those uh the fitness people in the gym some of them don't have makeup on their hair's in a ponytail they're in a t-shirt and leggings some of them have a matching workout set with cool tennis shoes a full face of makeup really cool braids or a cool hat everybody's aesthetic is different but we're all there for the same purpose to invest in ourselves. so it doesn't matter what you wear or how you look as long as you feel good on the inside and out that's all that matters point number seven The people working out alongside you are usually very kind and helpful. I have yet to meet someone in the gym that I ask for help or I ask them if they're using this equipment or anything of the sort and they're snotty to me. They're always very kind, very helpful. I asked a man the other day if he could pick up this one weight that somebody left on one of the machines I was using and it was too heavy. I couldn't pick it up and he was so kind. He ran over there and grabbed it. No big deal at all. People are there to do their own thing on their own time, but they are always willing to help. They want to see you succeed. They want to see themselves succeed. It's an environment usually with good people, well-minded people, and they're very patient and understanding. And it just makes you feel good when you're in an unfamiliar place like I was starting out and you just kind of want to learn the ropes. It's okay to ask for help. Don't be scared to ask for help. If you don't want to ask someone working out alongside you, ask someone that works there. That's their job. So don't be scared to ask for help. Understand that you're not working out with people who are snotty and rude. There may be one or two here and there, but it's usually the good people that you want to run into in public kind of environment. Okay, point number eight, your sleep benefits so much from gym time. I'm a person that I'm always going to struggle with my sleep. It's just who I am. There's nothing I can do about it. There are some days that I stay up till 4 a.m. It has gotten, gotten, excuse me, significantly better since starting the gym though. By like nine o'clock at night, I'm ready to at least go lay down in bed. And sometimes I fall asleep at 9, 30, 10. You know, it just depends. Sometimes I'll stay up and watch Criminal Minds or whatever till late. But here lately, I would say that I have fallen asleep on average by about 10.30, which is mind-blowing because that has never been me. But now that I'm eating better and I'm burning so much energy, my body is genuinely tired at bedtime. And that is amazing because, I, like I said, I'm never going to probably be that person that falls asleep at 9 o'clock. It's just hard for me. Maybe as I get older, I will. But Regardless, I'm seeing so much progress in my sleep, the quality of my sleep. I feel better when I wake up in the mornings. All of that just from going to the gym and making healthier choices. All right, point number nine. List out several workouts, but choose only a couple. It keeps your body looking forward to new surprises. So... What I do is in my notes in my phone, I have Monday glutes and quads, Tuesday triceps and 
something. I don't remember. I changed it. But whatever. I have my body sorted out. And then Wednesday is like cardio, high interval intensity training, abs. And then Friday's full body Friday, whatever. That's what I have. I have everything laid out. Um, so I'm doing certain muscle groups certain days so I can give them time to rest and recover. And I can really focus on one section instead of being all over the place. So with that, in each category in my phone, I have tons of workouts listed. I have 10 to 12 workouts. I'm not going to get to all of those every workout, but that's fine because if you do the same workouts over and over and over, even when you add weight, your body sometimes gets accustomed to it and it makes it harder to see progress or feel like you're getting the most out of your workout. So what I do is I'll pick six or seven this one workout and the next week next Tuesday or whatever the day is that I'm doing when I come back around the next Tuesday I'll do some that I didn't get to last time or I'll change them up I'll do the different order it just kind of is good to keep your body on its toes keep it refreshed and not be so routine because then you just kind of get used to it and it you're not really feeling like you're getting the most out of it okay Point number, where are we? Point number 10, taking videos and photos is so empowering. Okay, so at first I felt insane. I am not the person that takes selfies in the actual gym mirror. I will take them in the bathroom mirror, but that's because the mirror is not that big and people stand there working out and I don't want to take up the space taking a selfie. However, I will prop my phone up in the workout room and take a video of myself without you know getting in anybody's way. Just because, for one, I love to see the progress that I'm making. Two, I love to see if there's certain things I might could do better. Like, I'm like, hey, look at my posture right there. Maybe if I lean back a little further, you know, it wouldn't hurt my back so much when I do that. It's just kind of good to get that other view on what you're doing. And also, I look at videos of things I was doing when I first started to now, and I'm like, man, you know, I used to not be able to stand on that BOSU ball, the blue balls that they have. It's like the half ball. It's flat on one side. It's blue and round on the other. I used to not be able to stand on either side of that. I would fall right off. I have the worst balance, but it has gotten so much better. I've practiced on it. I've taken videos to see how far I've come, and now I am doing very well. I have increased with my um, balance very much, and so with those videos and pictures, it's great to just randomly look and say, man, like, look how far I've come. I didn't even stress it. I just came in here to invest in myself and look at all these cool things that I'm doing. So I highly recommend videos and pictures if you're comfortable with that. Okay, we've got a few more and then we'll be done. Point number 11, flat shoes help with working on legs. So the thing is, is that I'm not going to go into what shoes you need to wear for this and that, but when you do legs like squats and leg workouts where you're squatting down low, you're getting low, you're doing heavier weight, especially, it's really good to have your foot even. A lot of people will do that barefooted. I don't feel comfortable being barefooted in a gym. It grosses me out, but I wear Converse. Some people wear Vans just to have an even completely flat with no humps, no heightened heel or anything. You want your foot level on the ground. It's the safest for your knees. It's the safest for your body. You get the most out of it. It helps your balance. That's just something that's very, very helpful. And it's not any certain brand of shoe you need. It just needs to be flat and even all the way around. You don't want anything, you know, insane that's got a super high heel and a super low toe. It's just best to keep it even. So that's something I recommend there. And then of course, when you do like arms or shoulders or whatever, your shoes don't matter. So for a treadmill though and running, I don't know enough about that. I wear Pumas or Nikes or Adidas, whatever tennis shoes I have when I run, but I'm sure someone who knows more about running than me could give you advice on that. All right, point number 12. 
Stretching before and after working out helps so much. Even if you don't work out, if you don't go to the gym, you should stretch every day. You would be amazed when you hear your body pop and crack and the tension that it takes away. It is so good. It's good for your posture, your breathing, your stress, your blood pressure. Stressing, stressing, excuse me, stretching is so important. And when you're working out, it's very, 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 very important to stretch beforehand. And then when you're done to stretch, give me one second. Stetson Richardson, mommy's working. I need you to quiet down and go in the living room. Thank you so much. Stop pushing that across my floor. Thank you. I thought we'd get through an episode without me having to yell at him, but that's what I get for thinking. All right, moving on. So what was I saying? Oh, stretching. Stretching is incredibly important before working out because you can't just sleep all day. So let's say this. I go to the gym in the morning. So I sleep all night. I get up and I'm in the gym by 10 a.m. I literally get up, drink coffee, get me and Stetson ready. We go to the gym. So I've laid down flat, sleeping in bed all night, and I'm just going to go in there and pick up a bar and start squatting and deadlifting. That's a horrible idea. I need to go in there. I need to warm up my muscles. I need to stretch my arms, legs, back, everything. No matter what body part you're working out, stretch your body. Take five minutes to stretch. Breathe. Make sure that you really are feeling the blood flowing through your veins. You feel really loose and you feel comfortable. You want to make sure that you're giving your body a balanced, clean slate to start out with. So that way you don't you aren't getting prone to injury or pulling something or you're getting the most out of your workout. That's the safest way to do it. Stretching afterwards is great because it helps with soreness. It helps kind of reset your body because think about it. Your body is going through something semi-traumatic. If you're, you know, taking your body in there to lift something that's heavy and you're straining, your body's having to get used to that. The soreness is the recovery. So when you go in there and you stretch before and after, you're giving that body, you know, kind of a massage that it needs to relax and unwind and like take in and soak in everything that it just went through and just refresh you for the rest of your day, kind of balance you out, calm you down, get everything reset how it should be. It's great to stretch. It really is. So highly recommend that. All right. Next one is point number 13. Pre-workout is great. Don't use before cardio though. Again, I don't know about the scientific studies, but it is common sense that when you are doing something like cardio that in return makes your heart beat really, really, really fast, you do not want something that is also going to make your heart beat really, really fast. When I was in high school, I was in high school from 2009 to 2013, I think, something like that. I graduated 2013, so you do the math. But anyways, when I was in high school, I was in marching band, and the one thing they told us is to never drink energy drinks when we were doing marching band, because we would be out there in the summer, it would be hot, we would be out there practicing, holding our instruments, marching back and forth down the field, our heart would be racing, and actually, when I was in high school, several students from a variety of schools would drink energy drinks to get through practice, and they, like, literally died. I'm not joking. So, it's very bad for you to drink energy drinks, or take a supplement, like, pre-workout that is, in return, pretty much an energy drink, and then go on something like a treadmill, or a stair climb even or um, an elliptical you do not want to do cardio you want to go in there and stretch and then do weight training or um, ab workouts like you want to you know do crunches or something like that you don't want to do something that's going to have you winded breathing heavy you know where you need a minute to take a break like that sort of thing the idea is to keep pushing slowly with minimal breaks and it's hard to do that on the treadmill and cardio machines so you do not want to take pre-workout in those situations all right Last two points, point point number 14, excuse me. A walk on a high incline is very, very powerful. 
I don't want y'all to think that I am a fitness guru because I'm not, but I am not dumb. I can feel a burn in my body and feel like my body has gotten the most out of a workout. There are times I just go on the treadmill and I'll do like a six incline and I'll walk for 30 minutes with like a three, 3.2 speed, give or take three to 3.2. That is powerful. I know people say that running is everything, which running is good. But when you're running flat on flat ground with no incline, that is powerful. But when you are walking uphill at a steep incline at a decent pace, that is powerful as well. Trust me. So don't be that person that thinks that just because you can't run five miles or you can't run 30 seconds that you don't need to go on the treadmill. You don't belong in the gym and the cardio room. No, you can go in there at whatever pace you need to be, whatever incline you want for however long any effort counts, but don't think that you can only run to get progress. You can do so much more than that. All right, last point, point number 15, you're in a place where you can mess up and you aren't expected to be perfect. You just have to show up and try. I think one of my favorite things about the gym is that since I've been in there, I've seen people who are super buff go in there, try to lift weight and fail. They get someone to spot them and they just can't do it. Or even if they don't have someone to spot them, they try and they can't do it. And that really showed me that, you know, in so many aspects of our lives, social media especially, or motherhood where you're supposed to work, keep a clean home, keep a job, do this, do that, go do these errands. You're expected to do so much, but in the gym, all you're expected to do is show up and try. And if you fail, you fail, that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. It means that that one section didn't work out for you. So try and make adjustments, make it work, figure out how to make it work, practice at it, make adjustments and don't bog down over it. That's what I love so much about the gym. Sorry, I thought he was crying. That's what I love so much about the gym. And it makes me feel very good because I feel like it's so easy to feel like you're failing in life, but it's good to go in a place where you get celebrated when you do well and nobody comes over there and says, how dare you not pull that weight all the way up? You are horrible. This is disgusting. Why are you here? It's nothing like that. So I love being in an environment that I can challenge myself, that I feel like I'm getting the most out of it and I can see results as well. Hi. Hi, Andy Bendy. Can you come tell our friends hi? Come here, Stetson. They want you to say hi. He's saying hi, Andy Bendy, to our dog. Say hi. Say, talk in the microphone. Say hi. Hey. No, don't touch. Just talk. Say hi, friends. Hey, hey, face. <laughs> say have a good day, friends. Hey, face. <laughs> so Stetson really likes the podcast. We may just need to start his own, and he'll do really well with it. He might be a chatterbox like his mom. But anyway, all right, guys, so that's our 15 points. I'm going to hop off here because he needs my attention, if you cannot tell already. Hey, so we are going to run. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Stetson, do you want to close us out? Tell everybody, say see you next time. See you next. <laughs> say bye. Bye. All right, guys, have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. God bless and keep your chaos under control.